And I was like, why didn't they just give us one stairway? And he was like, right? I was like, I don't want a different experience on going downstairs every single time I'm here. But I was like, Brandy would probably like I was fact. like, that's amazing. I want to go <laughs> exactly. down all the different ways. And I was like, I don't have time for this. And so I was like, that's probably something that Brandy would really enjoy. Is the fact it is. That there's a and you guys ways. would just be annoyed going with me because I'd be like, wait, I want to go down this other way. Wait. Welcome to Design Speaks. This lovely podcast is brought to you by a graphic designer geek and a regular human being aka a non-designer we're here to chat about music pop culture cool places and basically whatever we feel is relevant hey guys i'm brandy c and i'm michelle and you're listening to episode 98 of design speaks on this episode we will be talking about staying encouraged and not becoming a lazy designer putting in a little effort a little bit just a little more. Maybe a little bit more than a little bit. <laughs> Depending on what little means to you. Yeah. Uh, ooh, ooh, that's up for interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> if you love Design Speaks and you want to support it, um, we want you to be able to do that. Yes, you can go to patreon.com slash design speaks and you can become a Patreon or maybe a patron. We don't know what you're we called. We haven't figured out what it is. So we'll just say whatever you want to call yourself. A supporter. A hey, supporter there we go. Design speaks and you can give as little as $1, as much as $50 a month. It's like up to you and it's not. Or I think, I don't know. I think that you can give like one-time gifts too i don't oh, know okay see you it's whatever you want like you could literally be like i'm signing up monthly and give once and then be done um we can't do this without you and we appreciate all of the support we already do get and any support we get in the future um how have you been oh my gosh so many things easter do you want me to does this mean you want me to talk first how it. have you been yeah that was a new how, one. Have you, how have you been oh, how have i been i don't know busy <laughs> Yeah, as always. But yeah, Easter's. Yeah. It's so funny. I was talking about it at work. We're like, Easter's over. And they're like, really? Like all that work? And it's over? Like, uh uh-huh. It's over. That's typical for any (laughs) event, though. It's like so, so, so much prep. It's like a wedding. Oh, my gosh. It's like you spend like nine to 12 months planning. And then it's it's over in like six hours. And you're like, oh. But you have nice pictures. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We got some good pictures out of it, so it's worth it. It was an event of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. It looked great, though. I loved, um, I meant to take pictures. I hope someone took took pictures or you can get them for me of the, the ceiling with the balloons. Oh, that looks so cool. I'm sure someone did. You need did. to find one for me. So, that is your job right now. <laughs> so at the church that I work at, we end up decorating um, for Easter which I don't know if we do that every year. You do. I just don't just notice not, it. I don't think it was quite to that extent. Yeah. So we found these like literally like six to maybe like eight feet in diameter. Um, rubber balloons. Rubber, like latex balloons, like the whole foyer. Pastel. Kind of. Really pretty. They were like smelled, these Yes. Yeah, they smelled like latex. And I was like, hopefully nobody's allergic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> People are like passing out in which church. Which I found out someone's mom is like severely allergic and i was like well let's see how this well, goes they're not gonna eat them i know but i was like does the smell bother them because that would bother me <laughs> like but, the powder yeah but it was a really really cool um little yeah. setup and it didn't it didn't last long those balloons started f- deflating after by sunday they were going down a lot yeah kenny was like i don't know that these are because we went we went friday i think so did church. i yeah so did i or no maybe no we went saturday okay but he was there friday filming Oh, okay. um, and he was like, I don't think these are going to last until Sunday. I was they, like, they better. <laughs> I know. They went down a lot in size. Yeah. So there was Easter. Um, I don't remember. Did I talk about higher ed? 
No. I don't think I did. So higher ed, um, so I told you that I decided to accept the position of president for AIGA, um, yes. the board. I've been the education director for over two years. And my main event for education director is an event that we call higher ed, which is um, it's higher dash ed. So it's like a play higher on Higher education. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So you get hired. Hired. Yeah. It's to get your portfolio seen and reviewed by professionals. Um, so students and young professionals can bring in their work and there's um, usually one or two to each person, reviewer to portfolio bringer. And we have like a speaker and like continental breakfast and like stuff. So um, I did my last one as education director wow. and it went really well. We did it at CNM, which is our community college. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I did that. Also, uh, um, we decided to start um, doing our books quarterly. I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking, we're, we're going to review the Jordan Rayner book sometime soon. Very, very, very soon. And <laughs> the new book that we got is called The Secret Lives of Color. I think I'm really, I'm, I'm going to be reading sections of this book, I think. It looks really interesting. It kind of looks like a book that I need to just like go to every so often and it's not by read this in order. It's called Cassia St. Clair. Okay. Ooh, and dang. That's like a royal, like she belongs in Game of Thrones. I know. And I think she is British, actually. Um, so basically, it's a book about like the history of colors. Which is super um, cool. So We'll figure out how we're going to do it, but we're probably, Michelle and I and Joelle are probably all going to do it together. Yeah. So um, we're going to be doing that. But um, I've been working on the 100-day project, thanks yeah. to Emily. Um, I've been doing a lot of, like, digital painting. I, th- I really like that, honestly. I really? Think, and I think it's, I feel like it's... I feel I like know. you feel like you're, you're being lazy, but I really, really like it. Because I'm not putting any process into it. I'm just like sitting you're and just doing. doing it. Occasionally, you just need to just to do. This isn't something that you're going to be putting on a billboard or putting like on a book cover. I mean, maybe you do make it into a book cover. I don't know. Maybe. But like, it's really. You like them? I love them. <laughs> I, I loved the egg one. That one was really cool. That one cool. was my least favorite. Really? I, I almost it. didn't do that because I was like, loved this it. is so ugly. Oh, what is this? Also, that scenery one that you did. I'm Look, I'm on your egg one right now. Oh. <laughs> um the the one the picture from San Francisco, which um, by the way you put Dan Francisco. Oh great! <laughs> um, you took all the time doing this thing, but I love that it showed your process or like your process My of time lapse. your time lapse. Yeah, which is kind of your process for this specific type of project. Yeah. So I really I really did enjoy seeing that. So I it's I teaching think me not things. to overwork. Cause, right. Because if I put too many strokes down, it overblends the colors Ooh. and it just looks like a blob. Just like it, it works very much like a real painting, which I also have to kind of step back, which is why a lot of my stuff is like one stroke. Yeah. Because I tend to want to just keep going and keep That's going my problem. And, and then you mess it up. And then you mess it up. Yeah. And so the cool thing about doing my 100-day project and creating – so I'm doing lettering. I'm doing um, basically anything I create contributes to the 100 day so if i do lettering or if i do a word map or something it's like this is what i did today for my 100 day if i do anything extra on top of that it's probably these digital paintings love it but the cool thing about it is like oh i over blended that undo undo undo, undo, undo. undo. <laughs> which is not something that you're usually all no. about but this works out for well this. it's also not something i usually do for painting if I'm painting, I like let it dry and then I just repaint the whole thing white and start over. Yeah. So oh that's been fun. Um, end game. End game. This, this is spoilers. There will be 
There will be spoilers. Because so hopefully by the time this episode comes out, you, you guys will have seen this. So Avengers Endgame, we both just saw it last night because mm-hmm. that's when it came out. Yep. It was a Thursday. We are recording on April 26th. Um, and spoiler. Yeah, spoiler, <laughs> it's been a few weeks since we said this, but I'm also going off of five hours of sleep because I saw it at 9.30 at night, and it's a three-hour and two-minute movie. Um, <laughs> I have not seen, I'll say it from my point of view, I have not seen all of the movies. Um, so well, it's good. As usual, we both have different points of view. Michelle is on the, like, every... Uh, average person like I didn't I don't have time to, to watch all these, all these movies <laughs> and I'm not and honestly there's some of them like I don't want to see Ant-Man maybe I do I, I don't, don't know. know if we can be friends <laughs> I just don't, so good I just don't care and so it's kind of like Harry Potter like whatever you don't I mean I've seen them all you've seen them all but you don't know them all like I know the language That's true and you don't I I don't know your your universe Avengers Marvel language <laughs> At least I know it's Marvel. That's a good, good. thing. That, that's that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the movie through and through. I, they spelled it out for me, so I didn't have to ask many questions to the person I was there with. So that's that's it for me. Like, that's all your spoilers? Well, my, that's just like your start. That's just my start. Okay, so my start is um, I've seen it's Kenny was debating me on how many times we've seen each of the previous leading up to 22 movies. Um, I feel like we've seen most of them three times or more. Okay. Um, so leading up to this, the past two months, maybe like eight weeks, we've been binging the whole 22 with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know these movies very well. I know these movies really well. I You also read the I, I read comics. comics growing up. And so I know them to, to like – my heart. Yeah. Like, not just in my mind. They're in my heart. They're part of your who you are. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they did a really good job with, um, man, the discipline it must have taken them from a creative standpoint to have the foresight for there to be this good of an end mm-hmm. to that many different plot lines. Yeah. That blows was... my mind. Which is why I think in the they really did kind of have to do what they did to me within the first two hours is like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. And the third hour is to me got a lot more substancy and like I was able to like focus on certain things that are happening that that were happening, but also remember things that had happened in the past. Like Captain Marvel saying, I'm not gonna be here for a while. There's a lot of things going on on different planets. And then remembering She's going to show up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just need to know when she's going to show up. Yeah. And you didn't see Captain Marvel. I didn't so see Captain didn't... Marvel. So I don't know her. I don't know her story. I love Brie Larson. I loved her in Scott Pilgrim. So. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Um, so I think my, I I didn't have any critiques um, personally. Um, they, I don't think that, I basically feel like they could do no wrong for me in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think that they did a great job. Um, like you said, like kind of bullet pointing it for the person who maybe doesn't remember them all or didn't have time or just hasn't seen them. But also, um, and I disagree with you on like that it was bullet points for like three quarters, two quarters. Of, two, yeah. Two thirds. Not three. Two thirds. Yeah. yeah. Two thirds. Two thirds of the movie. I think like the first third was a good like foundation building. And mm-hmm. I think that the second part was was more substancy for me um, because it added lots of extra things in to it, things that already existed. Yeah. So it was like adding more to the universe yeah, for and, me. And to me, it was like the the reason the second 
hour was like bullet pointy was because it was like, okay, now we're all going to bend together and go get the stones from the past. And um, you're you're going to go here. Okay. And then so that person goes here and that person goes here and that person goes here and that person dies. And then they all come back. And it's like, okay. Like, to me, I saw that in bullet points of just being like, all right. So they went and did their thing. And even though it was like a collective work, they each separately went and did their thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And as far as like the ending goes, there was definitely I I caught the hint. um, Again, remember, this is a spoiler. If, you know, if if something hasn't been spoiled already. Spoiler alert. This is like official spoiler spoilers coming. Um. I got the hint that it was going to be Iron Man that was going to die and sacrifice himself when he met his dad in the elevator. And his dad said, like, his mm-hmm. biggest regret was, you know, putting himself over the collective good. And I was like, dang, I knew it was either going to be Tony or Captain America. And now I know it's Tony. <sighs> Foreshadowing, so you to prepare your heart. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I kind of took solace in the fact that the way he decided that he would only, you know, do this time travel thing was if he could still keep his family. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that that gives it a little bit. It's a it's little less heart wrenching knowing that he didn't just like lose everything. And I also kind of um, I had a really good idea of what was going to because I, I knew going in that both um Captain America's character and Iron Man characters, this was going to be the last for them. Like, yeah. This was their last movie. Their contracts are over. Yeah. So I was like, okay, how are they going to get get Captain America out oh. of here? Once I realized that Tony was going to be the one to die. So I was like, okay, thinking that through, thinking that through. And then when I saw um, when I saw Captain America stare at, um, oh my gosh, my brain just went away. Um, the love of his life. Agent Carter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, when he saw her through the the, the window it was the and longing. stayed there, like it wasn't like he saw her and was like, "Oh, hey, yeah, I remember she's still alive." And bam, out the door he goes to do his mission. He like stood there and stayed there, and I was like, "He's gonna have to come back. He's gonna come back to her, and this is gonna be how he goes." What do you think about um, him? Possible? What do you think about the whole banner and um, Black Widow? <sighs> that was rough, dude. There were no happy endings, but they were all happy endings. There, I mean, <laughs> the ultimate ending was happy for the world. Right. But as the Avengers, that I was, don't think that there was a lot of happiness going I, around. It to was, be honest. And you know what? You felt that in the crowd at the end of the at the end of the movie. You felt that because it was just like solemn. The entire <laughs> or so- sobs surround sound of sobs. Yeah, you're just like okay, everyone's crying. Yeah, like not just like sniffles. It started. I told Michelle before we started the podcast, like it started with sniffles, including mine. Mich- yeah. this is where you guys know I'm not heartless. <laughs> I-, I cried the whole time. So, um, creatively, I think that the writing was awesome. I think that they they really merged all the different, you know, because they all have different feels mm-hmm. from. From Guardians to Captain America to Iron Man to Ant-Man. Like, I was like, how are they going to bring all these things together? It. And, you know, they did it in in in, in uh, the first one, Infinity War. Yeah. But I was like, if everybody comes back, that's like everybody. I am excited to see more Spider-Man. Oh, he's amazing. I, I love the I think Spider-Man Tom, character. Tom, I love Tom Holland, right? Tom Holland. I think he's like... A really great Spider-Man. He's the best Spider-Man in my opinion. Well, mine is Into the Spider-Verse Spider-Man. Well, (laughs) 
It's so, a difference. So it, it, minus all of those. Sony, <laughs> Sony and Disney had to make a deal to let Spider-Man be in on the Marvel Universe for mm-hmm. these movies because he's such a key part of the Avengers. Right. But as between between uh, Miles Morales and this one, I do love Miles Morales. Yeah. But I really like this actor as li- this Spider-Man. As a, in, he's actually a gymnast. Version? Oh, yeah. In, in real life. Yeah. Like, that's part of the reason that, like, they hired him. He's so, yeah, it's so fun. So, anyways. Watch him. I think that it ended really well. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Um, Kenny had like one small, because you know how he is in his head all the time. He had like one small thing that I won't talk about because um, I don't want anybody to think it wasn't a perfect movie. Okay. <laughs> I totally went to bed last night and I was like, it was perfect. And he's like, well, there was this one thing. And I'm like, no, it was It was perfect. perfect. And he was like, no, I'm not saying it wasn't perfect. It was just, and I'm like, no, no, no. Leave me alone. So but, that's, so that's end game. Yeah. I think that, um, in regards to uh, Bruce Banner and Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow, Natalie, I think there's going to be some sort of follow-up where they try to go get her from the soul realm. Right, they PS. have to. I feel like it's just, it was sad. And anyway. they also have an upcoming Black Widow movie. So either it's a prequel where it's not Scarlett it's- Johansson or it's them going to try and find her. Find her, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. But then it wouldn't be her. It would be them trying to find her. So it's not really about her. Anyways, we're going to go off on a long tangent. So yesterday. Much longer. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, well, I guess this is our episode today. But no, it's good. Um, Yesterday was just a really crazy big day for me, which I will talk to. Well, it's just like a fun day, but Avengers was a huge part of it. And but first, let's play your song. Okay. Yes. Uh, So my song is by Two Door Cinema Club. It came up in this um, a playlist on Spotify that I found called Indie Sunshine that Ooh. I actually really like. And I, this song was on there. I don't know how old it is. I think it's probably not new, but it's called Something Good Can Work. a song like it before who is it by two door cinema club maybe it's just because i've heard of two door cinema club um but i like it it's it's a little it's a little summery it is it's it's, it's sunshiny tis, tis the se- season yeah so um actually this song i just realized I, I obviously picked this way before we figured out what we were going to talk about today and i'll let you talk about your week first but it's going to be applicable the lyrics that i loved are um you got to step up your game to make it to the top, so go. Got a little competition now. You're going to find it hard to cope. Let's make it happen. We're going to show the world that something good can work, and it can work for you. Dang. Dang. <laughs> if you don't remember, we're talking about 
not making excuses and encouraging and you trying to harder not be lazy and yeah. try harder so yeah and not worrying about does. other people mm-hmm. like and because there's going to be competition which i love because i i still have to fight so hard not to look around at what everybody else is oh, doing for sure. especially with this Me like too. 100 day project i'm like Everybody else's 100-day projects are so much cooler. <laughs> but somebody's probably thinking that I about know. yours. And it's like, it's yeah. so dumb, but yeah. I, I think the same thing. Like I keep, I have like goals in mind of where I want to go and what I want to do and things that I want to learn. But like I have to focus as to wh- where I am now and yeah. pursue. Because otherwise like, you can't get there exactly. if you don't. Whoa, sorry, my daughter's texting me. Whoa, hello, daughter. <laughs> you just didn't put your phone on d and I did, That's but all. she's... Oh, like, she gets pushed through. She gets pushed through. She's daughter. She's daughter. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. So anyways, tell me about your week. So recovery from Easter. It's done. It's over. Um, and then got to see Avengers last night, which was really cool. But yesterday I also got to go to um, a museum in Santa Fe. There's also one, I think, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And maybe one Denver, Denver I think. Are I think they're making one in Denver or, or something yeah. like that? There's one either opening or it's open in Denver. Meow Wolf. It's a really, really abstract um, kind of underlying creepy type of museum themed, um, but it's so much it's fun. It's really like, hard to describe Meow Wolf. Yeah, I had a blast. It's like Meow Wolf is like how I want to decorate my house, but it's not acceptable. And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's is weird. that true? It's so like weird. black and neon. If you look at my, I wish I had pictures of my bedroom as a teenager because it's kind of just kind of what me it was random weird stuff it was abstract it all had meaning to me um but like to no one else but your mom's like do i need to be worried about you <laughs> like no it's fine i'm fine mom I'm just depressed okay. um so i mean i had tons of fun because there's a lot of fun things that you can do like there's a bunch of musical instruments in different places and just weird rooms it's all cut up into different rooms and they they utilize every corner one thing that kenny and i really agreed on because i went with your husband because we work together um is that there are so many different ways to get downstairs and i was like why didn't they just give us one stairway and he was like right i was like i don't want a different experience on going downstairs every single time i'm here but i was like brandy would probably like i was like that's amazing i want to go (laughs) down all the different ways and i was like i don't have time for this give me one stairway oh my gosh (laughs) and so like we both refused to go down the random stairwells we just wanted to go down the way we came up and so i was like that's probably something that brandy would really enjoy is the fact that there's a million ways just be annoyed going with me because i'd be like wait i want to go down this other way wait i haven't gone down this way yet yeah so that's the only thing i don't think i experienced is going down the stairs all the different ways because i wanted i wanted to go down the stairs the way that i came up and i wanted to go through into the different portals almost through the ways that like it said to i didn't want to end up there by accident it's like like alice in wonderland yeah it was it was you you'll love it you will love it. And I loved it, too. I, I need to go back. You were like, just go by yourself on a weekday. I'm like, I you really should. You really should. So one last tiny thing that I wanted to add why this what made me think of this was you said that I would love all those staircases. And I took this test on Adobe, um, this quiz, and I put it on my Instagram for everybody to take. And you need to take it if you oh, haven't done it yet. Oh, my, my gosh. I have not. It's mycreativetype.com. And it's like this. It's just a fun little creative personality test. Mm-hmm. And I came back as the innovator. Ooh. Which is perfect, makes perfect sense. It's like you're always trying to find a new way, mm-hmm. trying to find some a new idea, a new interesting thing, and that's exactly me. Those and stairs. That's kind of it, it's exactly you, and also goes right into 
what we're talking mm-hmm. about today and how we really want to. How did we get all these things so wrapped up I don't so know. nicely today? It's, it's weird, but it worked out really <laughs> great. Um, this week, I've been really, um, it's just been on my mind a lot to to stay encouraged with what we're doing and not be lazy and not take like the easy way out. Um, and what brought this on, So, if I may ask? So it's kind of like a hard situation um, at work. I, we have a lot of stuff going on always. Um, and one of my friends who's on the design team had um, a really good idea for another person on the design team. And she was kind of told, she definitely not kind of, she was told, um, I don't have time for that. So if you want to do it, like, I don't have time for this idea because it's going to involve a lot of printing and cutting. And so if you want to do it, like, by all means. And I looked at that and I was like what like why wouldn't you like one present that nicer and two like kind of give more than you just gave to the project that you're given because obviously not everything you do at this type of job is going to go into your portfolio Mm -hmm. um but I do think that at the where you are and what you're doing is still a representation of what you can do and what you will do for I don't know, just the position you're in at the moment. And and I I have a hard time seeing crappy content go out, whether it's like a, for a slide or for a brochure or for um, a, like a graphic on Instagram or whatever. Like I have a hard time seeing that stuff go right, out. Right, well, because that's the face just, of, quote, the company, which is the church. Yeah, and so like even if it is something as small as a slide um, – I, I think that it needs to be represented better. And it's, it's uh, if for whatever reason it comes back and it's like, man, who made this? Oh, well, it was so-and-so. That's It reflects poorly on you and your team. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was just really thrown off by that kind of reaction of being like, I don't have time for that. So, like, go ahead if you want. And I was like, man. Yeah, that you, just you, seems, it seems lazy. Yeah, you, you probably have a lot on your plate. But this is not going to take that long to do. She presented all of the like, here, let's this is a really good idea. And I see it like looking really cool like this. And I can help you. And I really liked that, like, go get them attitude coming from her. And it encouraged me and showed me that, like, man, we can do so much more if we just put 20 minutes more extra effort, 20 minutes to an hour or whatever it's going to whatever it's going to take to make it kind of like this doesn't suck. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of where my heart is and like where I'm coming from today with this subject. I know that you did write a blog post on it three years ago. Oh, three years ago. So yeah, gosh. Three years ago, this was on your heart. So I do have some thoughts. Like, so I will say, like, as a designer and as a, as a director of a team and as a person who wasn't always a director of a team, as a, um, what I would say was like a very entry level, just out of college um, designer. Um, you're often given, you know, you, you can be given any range of projects and you give your team any range of projects and some require more what I would call creative energy. Yes. And some require more you being the screwdriver mm-hmm. <laughs> and just being the tool to Put make the thing. Um, and sometimes you have so many that you kind of have to go, okay, which, you know, I only have so much creative juice. Which one of these, which of these 10 things am I going to dedicate that to? And kind of the other stuff you you don't put as much into. Now, mm-hmm. 
all that doesn't mean that the things that don't take as much creative juice that are just you being a screwdriver, um, that doesn't mean that those should or will have to look cruddy. Right. Um, So I think that um, there comes a point where you have to realize that um, we've talked we've talked before about like knowing when to stop. Like, knowing when the design is done or, you know, not overworking it and, you know, deciding, okay, I just need to be done with this. Moving on. But the the extreme of that, um, you know, I'm thinking now in, in regards to this conversation, this isn't actually part of my blog post. It's just something I thought about. Um, I think that finding, you know, that there's, there's this spectrum of one end being, I don't know how to stop. I will just keep 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 like we talked about with painting or whatever like keep messing with it keep adjusting Mm -hmm. keep moving keep doing this then on the other end there's like this other extreme of i'm just gonna put some throw it together and Mm -hmm. it's gone and it is what it is and and it's out of my life but the middle of that is like working to a point where you know it's good enough yes um and i wrote down this note while you were while you were talking like saying it's good enough when it's actually just not good Mm. is not okay. Right. Um, because good enough means it works. It communicates well. It's appealing to the correct audience. Um, it's readable. It's legible. Um, those are the same thing, but I should have used the word legible. It's legible. Um, you know, like all those things mean it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Good enough should mean does it work and does it work well. Right. Good enough. Like it's good enough by itself is just... That's a t- there's that's something a, there. That's a different like, def- that's a definition that's altogether different <laughs> than what you're saying for that. Sorry. That's okay. I didn't bring water up. I've had this coffee this morning. <laughs> that's not true. I had some water. So does that I think that that's kind of the key to to part of this is that like saying that well it's good enough and I have other more important things to work on. That might be true. Does does it does it communicate? Okay, yeah. But does it also appeal to your audience does it 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 should still follow the rules of every design like does it communicate well and does it appeal to your audience and does it solve your problem if it doesn't do all three of those things then you have to fix something then it's not good enough and whether you have time or not is like okay then you're gonna have to just take some of the creative energy you were gonna put into this other thing for this small moment Mm -hmm. and put a little more effort into this thing and if you do it if you if you just kind of bite the bullet and just do it, it shouldn't take you long. It depends. I mean, and it can. And, um, you know, in the instance of like, well, and maybe that- you really don't have time, but your friend offered to help this person. And then they should have, you know, been like, okay, you know what? I thank you. Yeah. I just- don't have time. But if you'd like to help me with that, that would be awesome. Yeah. And so I think the another part of it is is attitude go plays into a lot of what we talk about on this show, yeah. to be honest. And oh, for sure. And that's honestly a big part of um, how I take things at especially at work. I mean in life, but at work as well. And that's what really threw me off in this. So it's like I don't want to go into this episode saying you shouldn't be lazy. I wanna encourage you to follow your ideas or ask for help if you need it. Um, well, I do. Like, yeah, you don't do. be lazy. Yeah, like, well, it's, like, it's so, it's so, I feel like it takes just as much energy to be lazy. It really does. And what I told, and I'm not going to go into specifics, but you know that, like, the alternative of, to what I told you was going to take 
just as long, if mm-hmm. not longer, to do than what we actually did. For right. This the project. perception of certain executions of ideas, um, when the reality is something else, um, deserves a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, when one option, and if there's two options being given, and one option sounds easier, but if you actually look at what will go into it, um, especially if you don't have help and you're doing that option on your own, you have to be able to step back from it and go, okay, which one of these is actually going to take longer? And, you know, there, there's there's definitely ego that often plays into creatives and to designers because, um, and I'll be the first to say that sometimes I don't like things just because they weren't my idea. Mm, yeah. And that's not always the case. And I have learned how to step away from that a lot since I became, you know, a director and stuff because... Sometimes you direct other people's ideas yeah. and you just help them craft their ideas. Even it's though not, you kind of just want to change it. Even <laughs> though you maybe ha- think you have a better solution. Um, but we often, even if um, someone goes, hey, I have this idea and I'll totally help you do it. But I, I also need you to help me put it together. And I, it, it's unfortunate. And like I said, I fall into this too. My, my first instinct is that I want to go, yeah, that's not the best idea. In my mind, mm-hmm. I go... Because I have a better one or because right. it's not mine. Even if that I don't have a better idea. It's yeah. just it wasn't it's just my idea. idea. And so then you immediately start going into excuses as it's, to like And it's the well, root here's, of pride. here's why it's not gonna work and here's why it's not gonna work and here's why it's not gonna work. Ultimately, because it wasn't my idea. Exactly. Exactly. So the blog post I wrote, I don't remember what number it is. Did you write it down? It's number forty four. Stop 44. making excuses. Yeah, so Speaking of excuses, that that just worked out well. Um, So the blog post is called Stop Making Excuses. Um, Look for solutions, do research, and learn. So basically, um, my my idea is that not only are there – because I don't think that all all designers with all these excuses are lazy. I think some are complacent. Mm. Um, I I think that there's a difference between just not wanting to do it and only caring to a point. I, I agree. Full, um, wholeheartedly, I agree. Yeah. So, um, and I honestly think that the majority of designers aren't lazy. I think the majority of them just don't care that much. They care like just enough. And then after that, it's like, well, why should I care more? It's done. Um, and I don't which need is to do like, anything else. Which to me is really annoying because it's a bad attitude. It is. It is. And it's not okay. But I feel like it's like lazy is the low, the low, low complacence here in the like lukewarm middle and then there's the proactive designer that actually cares to put effort into things um yeah if i think i i don't know if i am if i'm looking at a video and it's something that i've either been asked to just review or or i or i'm like if it's been something i've been asked to review or it's something that i've made I have a hard time letting it go if there's something I don't like about it. I need to tell the person that matters that's like, hey, this shot is a little weird or that's a weird audio sound. Did you mean to do that? Like, if it's something weird, I need it addressed Mm -hmm. because I don't want this going out to the masses without it being as good as we could have possibly done it in the time that that we've been given. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. And so it's just the same that goes with this specifically. Um, You wrote in your blog post, there is nothing worse than a creative who doesn't care about his craft and making excuses about why they aren't better. So thank you for that. (laughs) I was like, I didn't, I told you, we were talking about like real basic what we might want to talk about today. And I was like, lazy, lazy. I feel like I've written about that sometime. And some of these, some of these things that I wrote are 
you know, they're timeless concepts for how to be better designer. And that's so true. There's nothing worse than that within the like designer realm, within the creative realm. Just somebody who just doesn't care about something that they say they do for a living. Right. And um, I have there's a, there's just a few other points before we wrap this up that I wanted to hit on. Like um, there's there's not caring and there's also saying like, I don't know and not and not trying to learn mm. um, in the in the age that we live in. It's so easy to find answers to things. Yeah. Um, now, not all of those, not all the, the problems that you might like in this particular instance that you dealt with. This wasn't something you could Google. No. Like, how do I fix this problem? But in so many areas, there's been a lot of times where I've I've been working with designers and it's like, okay, well, how about you do this thing? Oh, I don't know. I've never done that. I don't know how to do that. It's like, okay, so now I'm dealing with my five-year-old. How do you think you can solve that problem? Hmm. Like, I mean, really? Right. What do you mean you don't know? That's fine if you say you don't know, but then go, oh, yeah, find I don't know. Answer. I never thought about that. I'll try and see if I can figure that out. That's a grown-up thing to say. Yeah, and, and that's – I think that's just a big deal, of a big part of what I've dealt with this past week or so, just realizing that, like, okay, maybe this person isn't quite there maturity-wise – Maybe they're really just bogged down. Like, I really am trying to give them the, the de- benefit of the doubt, but I, I do have a hard time with just that mentality overall, and I don't want it to stick around. Right. And, I mean, let's – as designers, um, if you are complacent, you aren't going to last very long in this business mm. because if you don't care about solving problems, you're literally not doing your job. Our job as graphic designers is to solve problems, visually communicating answers. And if you don't know how to solve problems and if you don't care about finding answers to problems, then you literally don't care about your job. Yep. I mean, that might sound harsh. But no, no, that's, that's very actually that's, what we do is solve problems. The definition <laughs> of what you do. Like if you if you tell somebody if somebody's like, hey, what do you do as a graphic designer? That should be your initial answer. I solve problems. Yeah. And then you can explain how, but that's what you do. Right. I solve word problems visually. Yes. That's what we do. So if if you, you know, you either, you basically fit into one of these categories. You're either lazy, you're complacent, you're, or you're proactive. And the proactive designer is always learning, always moving. Like, it's so funny. I My design tip Tuesday this week on my Instagram TV, which is where they're starting to live now. P.S. They're not on, on YouTube anymore. It takes too much time. Yeah. <laughs> but my does. Instagram TV, I talked about um, like learning and not just sitting down and deciding like, oh, I went to design school. I know everything. Or I watched 10 million YouTube videos on how to be a graphic designer. I can sit back and take clients and just know everything. It's not, it's not how it works. Nope. Like I literally this week was learning something new about how to do something that I'll talk about on the next episode, but like We're always learning, always trying to learn something. Yeah. So, um, I hope I hope that this was actually encouraging. Did that seem encouraging, or was I just super harsh? Because I, I didn't even like, read half the stuff that I could have read. I think we're like <laughs> a solid fifty-fifty of me just being like, please, and you'd be like, no, do it, and I'm like, but please. Don't be. Which is funny because you were the one with all the fire to begin with. Yeah, like, well, man, just, this was so frustrating. And I was like, but you got to see this side. And then we like flip flop. Yeah. Well, and like, I think that's just me who I am. Like, I am so fired up about specific things. But I also recognize how it feels to like 
come at me fiery and me just being like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know. And it's like, or like, I just don't feel like I want to do it because I'm not being encouraged, um, which happened recently at work as well. But we don't have to talk about that right now. So encouragement um. <laughs> goes a long way, but you also should try and figure out which one of these designers a, you are so yeah. you can know how to be better at it. It's very serious. We need, I want to encourage you, but it is a very serious deal. Like, you need to take what you do seriously. You need to take how you do it seriously. Mm-hmm. That's as, that's as mean as I can get. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but on this podcast, apparently, now, that's as mean as you now. can get. <laughs> about this, about this, because I'm in the same place where I I need to be constantly learning. I don't know a lot. Like I'm still on the tip of the iceberg of how much I've tapped into my creative side and what I can do. Like it's the and tip I of the feel iceberg. like I am too. Like, like if every you t- feel like that, imagine how I feel. <laughs> like whoa, I've got a lot to learn. Yeah. So if that tells you guys anything, if you are just you know new to this, if you've been doing it for two or three years, like I've been doing this for like seventeen years now, and I still feel like I have a lot to learn. So and that's okay. That's that shouldn't be like a oh my gosh, I'm so behind. That should be an encouragement that like. It's okay to always be learning. That yeah. doesn't mean that you're not doing your job. Exactly. So Love it. Um, Michelle, where can people find us? People can find us on all forms of social media um, via at Brandy C. Go ahead and spell your name. B-R-A-N-D-I-S-E-A. Um, you can give us your feedback or you can hit us up on via email, brandy at brandyc.com. Um, you can also follow us on Design Speaks Podcast on Instagram. And we haven't talked about this in a hot second. Um, our playlist on Spotify, if you... It's so long. It's I keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. So much fun. We've got some good songs on there. It's Design Speaks Music on Spotify if you are ever wondering what song we played this episode or in previous episodes. And if you get any value from this show, it would be amazing if you gave us a review and five stars or whatever, how many stars you want to give us? All the stars. All of the stars. Not whatever. We <laughs> want all the stars. I prefer five, <laughs> but if you want to give us like four, I guess whatever um just do that on itunes or you can share an episode with a friend just spread the word and a huge thanks to vespertine for allowing us to use his song shatter in the night for our podcast once again check out the show notes for links and info thank you joelle as always the wonderful lovely joelle on all our design speaks episodes Let's go.